You know, Christmas is what I think, like that song says, the most wonderful time of the year. Don't you? It's it's just a marvellous time. Lights, candles, Christmas trees, people being friendly and nice to one another. It's a place or a time when we get together with family and friends, those we love, those we cherish, to eat, to drink, to give and receive presents and gifts. It is the most wonderful time of the year. But obviously at a carol service, I want to talk about the greatest gift that was ever given to mankind. And that's Jesus Christ, God's Son, our Saviour, who came down from heaven to earth to dwell among men. God with us. That's what our theme of this Christmas period is about. God with us. God coming to be with humankind. Be with his people. If you've got a Bible, you can turn to Matthew 1, but it'll be coming up on the screen. It says this. She will give birth to a son. And you are to give him the name Jesus. Why? Why? Because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son. And they will call him Emmanuel. Which means God with us. Now there are many names given to Jesus throughout the Bible. And each one gives us a better understanding of exactly who Jesus is and why he came. His name Jesus means God saves. He is God's salvation for us. He is the Messiah, the Christ, the anointed one. He is our King and our Lord. And another name given is Emmanuel, meaning God with us. See, when God created the world and then created Adam and Eve, the Bible tells us that he spoke with them. He enjoyed being with them in the garden. This was the God of the universe who created all things. He walked and talked with the people that he created. He created them that they might be with him and that he might be with them. He desired their company. I find that amazing. The God of the universe desires our company. Just think about that. And the message of the Bible is all about the desire of God to be with man, to have a relationship with him, the creator with the created. Unfortunately, that friendship, that relationship was broken between God, the creator, man, his creation. We all know the story, and most of us do, that Adam and Eve were tempted by the devil. They disobeyed God. They rebelled against him. And as a result, that relationship, that friendship they had with God was broken, was severed. And sin and death entered the world. And it's been passed on from generation to generation to generation. Affected every generation down the ages. God has been seeking for man to be his friend again. To be reconciled back to him. Back to God the Father and know his love and blessing. And when I talk about man, I mean all mankind. Men and women, boys and girls. And throughout the Old Testament, people went to meet with God in the tabernacle. 
First they went, or Moses met with God, in the tent of meeting. And it did exactly what it said on the tin. It was a tent of meeting, and the tabernacle was a tent of meeting where God met with his people, and they enjoyed his presence. Next, the temple was built for God to dwell in, a place where people met with God and experienced his presence again. Even though Solomon, who built the temple, said this, but who is able to build a temple for him, since the heavens, even the highest heavens, cannot contain him? Who then am I to build a temple for him, except the place to burn sacrifices before him? You see, the temple is a place to meet with the invisible God who cannot be t- contained in a building. In the temple, people's, God's people offered up through ceremonies and rituals, they offered up sacrifices of lambs, of burnt offerings, of all sorts of things according to the law. But they never saw God. And then we come into the New Testament where things change. In the New Testament, we have God revealing himself to mankind in a form they can understand and associate with. In John 1.14, it says, The Word, that's Jesus, became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. Jesus was God in the flesh who came to dwell, who came to live among those he had created. If you want to know what God is like tonight, look at Jesus. Look at Jesus. He is the exact representation of God, so the Bible tells us. He came to be with us. He grew up from a babe through childhood, through his teens, into manhood. He played games, he learnt, he worked, he walked and talked as you and I do. He was God with us. He experienced emotions of love, joy, grief and sorrow just as we do. He was God with us. He knew disappointment, he knew pain, heartache and suffering just as we do. He was God with us. He knew emotional joy as well as pain as we do. He was God with us. He saw the effects of man's inhumanity to man. In fact, he experienced the evil that man can do to man when he died on a cross for us. He experienced temptation as we do. He was God with us. He was with the human race he created. God understands us because he took upon himself to be born as a human being. God became man and dwelt and lived amongst us so he could go to the cross to be the perfect sacrifice, to pay and take the punishment for our sins and give us new life. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift, the gift, the gift, the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. What a wonderful message. The gift. We don't earn it. We don't have to stack up good works. It's a gift from God to be received. To be received from Him. And then after His resurrection, He ascended into heaven so He could send another like Him. Jesus, while He was on earth, could only be in one place at one time. He sent the promised Holy Spirit, promised by his Father, the one who would come alongside us to be with us in our earthly lives. 
One who would always be with us to help, guide and bless us. He was promised, the Holy Spirit was promised through the prophet Ezekiel, that there would be a new day where Christ would dwell by his spirit. Ezekiel 36 says, I will give you a new start, or rather a new heart, and put a new spirit in you. I'll remove from you your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. And listen, and I will put my spirit where? In you. And move you to follow my decrees and be careful to keep my laws. God's desire was to save people who would love him and follow him. The Apostle Paul emphasizes this in his letter to Corinthian church. He says this in 1 Corinthians 3.16. Don't you know that you yourselves are God's temple and that God's spirit lives in you? Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You have God. If you're a Christian tonight, you have God dwelling in you by his Spirit. Hallelujah. This should now help us to understand what the name Emmanuel, God with us, means. When you came to church this evening, did you come with someone? When you arrived here, were there others here with you? We are here together with one another. Can you understand what the word with means? Good, thank you, um, Ross. It means being accompanied by another person or thing. You might go out and say, you know, we had a steak the other night and we had a, a nice bottle of red wine with it. Mary and I went to the movies the other night, went to see Spectre. I went with Mary. And then we went out for a meal afterwards. It was very nice. And we had a nice bottle of wine. In May next year, Mary and I will have been married for 43 years. We are a partnership, which all marriages should be. We do most things together, whether it be recreation, like swimming, walking, whether it be doing things in the house, DIY or gardening. And she has been with me these 43 years. She's been my companion, my friend, my support, my soulmate, and so on. We've done and shared life together in all its ups and downs. We've had moments of great joy and laughter, but also known great depths of sorrow and anguish. We've been able to laugh together and cry together, talk things through together. And to be honest, I don't know what I'd do without her. She has been with me and I with her over these last 43 years. But another milestone in my life happened just before then. December the 31st, 1972. I met and I experienced God for myself. He came into my life as I repented of and received forgiveness for my sins. I was born again by the Spirit of God and received God by his spirit into my life and he completely transformed my life. He cleansed me, he forgave me, he turned my life right around and put me on the right track. He gave me a new start, a new life, a new hope and a future. Jesus promised to give us the Holy Spirit and to be with us forever, to never leave us nor forsake us. He's the one I can confide in. I tell him my problems as I talk to him in prayer. I seek his guidance and his direction for my life and have done over the last 40 odd years. And since becoming a Christian, 
nearly 43 years ago, God has been with me and brought me through all the stresses and tensions we face in life. And some things have been seemed unsurmountable. And when we haven't been able to overcome them, he's given me the strength to endure them. Jesus doesn't condemn me when I come to him and I know I've failed him. He understands how I feel, my emotions, my struggles, my character defaults or faults, and my temptations in life. How? Because he became like me and experienced life like I experienced it. Yet, he was without sin. He has given me peace and joy in knowing and following him. What are people looking for in the world today? Peace and joy? Yeah. We live in a troubled world, don't we? Where there's very little peace. But we can know peace with God. He's never let me down. Even when I've been greatly puzzled about things, he's always brought me through. I cannot imagine my life without Jesus. I cannot imagine. I don't know what I'd do or where I'd go without Jesus in my life. Proverbs 18.24 says, A man of many companions may come to ruin, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. Do you know his name is? His name is Jesus. Yes. Emmanuel. God with us. We talked at the beginning, didn't we, of Adam and Eve. Creating God's likeness to know God, walk and talk with him, to be friends of God. And that friendship was broken as Adam rebelled and disobeyed God. And as a result, sin, sickness and death entered the world. The birth of the baby we celebrate each Christmas is God becoming man. Taking on our humanity and living among us and eventually going to the cross to pay the penalty that we owe, to pay the debt that we cannot pay for our sin and wrongdoing. Jesus came to seek us out, to draw us to himself that we might know the wonderful truth of sins forgiven and reconciliation with God and know him as our father. We can say, Abba Father, my father who art in heaven. That we might know his blessing, his provision, his guidance and care as we journey through life. And then onward into the next, or rather continuation of the life that we have, which is eternal life. God with us. So, as we bring this to a close, what does God, Emmanuel, God with us, what does that mean to you tonight? A God who loves and cares for you? A God who understands you, a God who forgives you, a God who gives you the free gift of salvation and eternal life, a God who wants to save you and be with you for the rest of your life. The Bible says in John 3.16, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whatever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. We're saved by Jesus for what? To live for Jesus. If you're not a Christian this evening, Jesus died to save you from the penalty of your sin. If you're a Christian here tonight, let me tell you, Jesus died to save you from your sin, but also that you might live for him. That's the wonder of Christmas. Many of us will be sharing Christmas with family and friends. God wants you to share Christmas and life with him. 
to be his friend and to be part of his eternal family. That's what God with us means. That's the wonder of Christmas. God dwelling with man because he wants to be God with us. Amen.